T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to Steiny and Guru on 95.7 The Game. All right, Matt Simons, Daryl, the Guru Johnson with you. And let's head out and uh, talk to Sean King. Sean King was... I guess he started out. You started out the '99 season as the as the Bucks' third string quarterback. You ended up starting the last five games and taking them into the postseason. Very similar to what Brock Purdy is going through right now for the 49ers. Sean, did I get all that right? And can you just kind of elaborate on on how it all came down for you and and what happened in your particular situation? Well, thank you guys for having me. Um, I guess to put context on it, I was supposed to be a San Francisco 49er. Really? Uh, God, yes. God bless him. Bill Walsh, it came down to Tulane. We had a private workout. <laughs> uh, they were going to take me with their first round selection. Uh, at the time, I think Jeff Garcia had just come over from the CFL, but he had not been in the league a year. And I think Jim Druckenmiller was on maybe the last year of his rookie deal, if I'm not mistaken. And because they were in a rebuild, they end up going Reggie McGrew at D-Tackle. And I've never forgiven the 49ers for that. <laughs> Sean, I, that's awesome. I, yeah, go, okay. uh, just okay. uh, the, the year you came in in 99, um, what were the circumstances? Because I guess it went Johnson, Dilfer, and then you. So, uh, Johnson, well, Brad wasn't there. We actually beat Brad in the playoffs, which is the irony in that. Brad's a good friend of mine. I tell him that all the time. How in the hell did I beat you in the playoffs, and then they hired you to take my job? But that's not relevant to Brock Purdy. Uh, I actually was a second-round pick. Uh, Trent Dilfer was the starter. Eric Zier was the backup. I'll never forget mm. this, guys. Week one of the season, we opened against the Giants. It was a home game. Uh, I was number 10. Trent was number 12. Trent goes to me before the game starts. I just got great news, rookie. He called me Rook. And I was like, all right, what happened, big dog? Tony said they're announcing the defense. He was so worried that they were going to announce the offense for the home opener and everyone was going to boo him that Tony announcing the defense was good news. So I just say that because Garoppolo's situation there was tenuous. It's kind of the same. Uh, They had told Jimmy in training camp, of course, we're going to move you. Uh, Trey Lance is going to be our guy. So the season started the same in a lot of ways. Uh, Trent ended up getting benched. 
for Eric Zier. Uh, Zier got hurt in that start. So when they went back to Trent, I now was the backup, which mm. is kind of similar for Brock. Trey got hurt. Jimmy became the starter. He's now the backup. So because of the scenario, he's had to prepare like he was going to play every week. So that's a big plus for Brock because Jimmy has a injury history. For me, they had already benched Trent, so I knew if he didn't play well, the leash wasn't long. So it kind of put me and Brock in a situation where we were kind of mentally preparing to be the guy. Mm. Um, very similar setups from team management on defense. San Francisco was really good on defense. Tampa was really good on defense. However, we hadn't created the allocations on offense, trading for McCaffrey, spending an early pick on IU, paying Debo, having a Trent Williams, George Kittle elite. So Brock's situation is a little different, and there are more expectations on the offensive side. But, you know, Brock has the same thing going for him that I had going for me. It sounds like he's an extremely confident young man, and nothing's happened to make that confidence waver. You know, when you're a young player, you've never experienced failure in that league. You, the rest of those veterans, they were on the Super Bowl team that lost. They right. were on the team last year that lost an NFC Championship game. So there's an anxiety that comes with knowing how hard it is to win a championship that Brock doesn't have any understanding of, which is a good thing. So he's able to go out and play free of that burden, and that really helped me, and I think it'll be an asset for him. That's great stuff. Sean, let me ask you this, because my father used to always say, son, life is about opportunity and being in the right place in the right time. I'm confident had Jimmy not got hurting, Trey Lance gone down, we probably wouldn't hear from Brock Purdy. My question to you is, and I know that, you know, not this is not from a selfish standpoint, but if you were to talk to Brock, how big of a deal is this for his career, how he fares the rest of these games, Sean? Well, here's the irony in it. It's terrible for your career. As a young quarterback, you want to be Justin Fields. You want to be Trevor Lawrence. Wow. You want to be one of these guys that's on a team with no expectations where you can really go out and play the game, not be worried about making mistakes, figure out what throws you can and can't make, how much can you handle at the line of scrimmage. Now, the, what I would tell Brock is this is how you got to approach it. If every drive ends with a kick, you guys probably going to win a whole lot of games. And by that I mean punt, field goal, extra point. If you can just make your layups. Kyle Shanahan, one of the best play designers in the National Football League, he didn't trust Garoppolo, let's be honest. Garoppolo had 10 starts, only four of those starts. Did he have more than 30 attempts? So they were already game planning to protect the quarterback. So Brock's 37 attempts to me says that there might be more trust between Kyle and Brock than there necessarily was between Kyle and Jimmy. So what Brock has to do is go out, make your layups. When the pocket's clean, the guys are open, hit them. If there's a play-action pass and Ayuk is running behind the defense, don't overthrow it. If Kittles is open in the flat on third and four, make an accurate throw. If he can just do that, and then not lose the game on third down. Because as a young quarterback, it's third and seven. I stumble on my back, on my draw, or the, the snap is low. I don't see it clearly. I force the ball. It gets intercepted. They get a short field. That's how you get beat. If you don't see it clearly, throw the ball away. If there's a breakdown in pass protection, taking a sack, not going to lose the game. 
So that's what I would tell Brock. I, I mean, be extremely smart on third down, and let's make our layups. And then what it does for us personally, we'll deal with that at the end of the year. Sean King joining us on 95-7, the game, former Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneer quarterback. Uh, all right, I, I, let me just play devil's advocate because something you said has, has, has struck me a little bit, Sean, when you said, boy, it, it seems to me that Shanahan may trust Purdy more because he threw 37 times. And I'd be like, and my first reaction is, how can you be more confident in the third string quarterback than a guy? Who's you know been to a couple NFC title games? Well, I mean, look at the facts. I mean, Jimmy led them to a Super Bowl. A quarterback. I don't know if he led mm-hmm. quarterback them to a Super Bowl and an NFC championship game, and yet they gave up the whole farm to move up and draft Trey Lance. Yep. Coming coming off of uh, the last year where they were in the NFC championship game. They didn't even make it a competition. They said Trey's our guy. So if they really trusted Jimmy, Trey Lance wouldn't be a 49er. Jimmy wouldn't have been on the trade block in training camp. And this isn't a knock on Jimmy or anything. Like sometimes separation, you know, creates the best future for both. But there is a lot of history there between Jimmy and Kyle and the Niners. And obviously that history didn't provide enough confidence with Lynch and Shanahan for them to go ahead and make Jimmy the long-term solution. Yeah. So with Brock, there's some unknown, and that may be an optimistic thing, not a pessimistic thing. They may really like what Brock has done from a preparation standpoint, what he's done in practice. And so I think you're going to see Kyle be a little more aggressive in his play calling than he was a lot of times with Garoppolo. Sean, let me pick your br- brain. This is kind of random. But when you talk about the NFL and and its lack of uh you know black ownership and general managers and even black coaches getting second and third chances, but when you look on the uh, the field, because Warren Moon's one of my favorites, Sean, and some of his best years were in the CFL, and we we could go on about that. But when you look at the black quarterbacks or quarterbacks in the current NFL, you got to say there's some progress, right? I think there is. I think the progress that I'm looking for is the Geno Smith story. Mm. You know, listen, franchises have no issue drafting high-caliber talent coming out of college. That's never been an issue regardless of race, post, you know, my class, to be honest, where it was Dante Culpepper, Keely Smith, Donovan McNabb, myself, and uh, Aaron Brooks. I think we kind of brought in the colorless draft where guys will get selected. Now, the next step is if you don't succeed initially, do they view you as a nurturer of talent? Do they view you as a uh, intangible benefit to a roster? You don't see a lot of men of color get the opportunity that Geno has gotten, where he mm. failed initially but was able to stay in the league long enough to get a second chance. So to me, that's if you're looking at growth, that's what we want to look at moving forward. Great stuff. Sean King joining us on 95.7 The Game. Uh, Sean was a former quarterback for the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Let me, let me, I'm going to, I'm going to make a statement and you tell me if you agree with it or not. Um, and I, cause I'm, and I looked at your college career. You played four years at Tulane, if I'm not mistaken, and had over 40 starts in college. Also similar to Brock Purdy, who played four years at Iowa State. Trey Lance, we know, played Division One AA, but he missed the season before, this and that. What, what I'm saying is, do you think Brock Purdy actually gives 
uh, the 49ers a better chance to win than a quarterback like Trey Lance because of those college years this early in their career? I think, I think Brock gives the 49ers a better chance of immediate success. Uh, I said on draft day, I remember Texan Booger when that move was made, I said this has about a 10% chance of success. And it had nothing to do with Trey Lance's talent. It was the fact, and I mentioned this earlier, it's very hard for a rookie quarterback to come into a situation where the team feels like they are a Super Bowl caliber group. Yeah. Like, when does the young quarterback get to develop? Like, where is the growth uh, apparatus from a time standpoint? Like, if Trey Lance wasn't good this year, people were going to think he was a failure. And yeah. so that's a tough situation for a young quarterback. There are very, very, very few Russell Wilsons in this league. And I know Russell is not a very good player now, but there are very few guys that come in and have that kind of success, and it'd be because of the quarterback that early. It's a tough league. Uh, it, it's a huge learning curve. And the, really, you look at the great ones. I mean, Peyton Manning threw, what, 26 picks as a rookie? Like, if Trey Lance threw 26 picks last year or this year, I'll be running him out of town. Mm. So, I, I mean, it's just a tough environment for a young quarterback. And uh, hopefully Trey comes back healthy. Uh, he's a guy that I think needs a lot of reps. The Niners are a team that, from a roster management standpoint, they're probably the best in the league. So will that ever mesh? Mm. Uh, only time will tell, but I know it's not the perfect scenario. Yeah. Sean, I need your help. I, I, I got to ask him this. One of one of the <laughs> weapons that uh, Brock Purdy will be using is Debo Samuel. And I know and I tell my partner he's a Swiss Army knife. But, Sean, I know he's not your prototypical wide receiver. If he doesn't get the carries in the backfield, I don't know if he can have that impact being that receiver the way you just hit him in the air. Can you share with us what you think of Debo Samuel? Well, Debo's a, probably one of the best football players in the National Football League. And he's been successful because of Kyle Shanahan. And that's not a knock on Debo Samuel, but there are a lot of play callers that don't have the creativity or the selflessness that Kyle does. A lot of guys in this league, they have a system that's gotten to them, gotten them to the level they're currently at, and that's all they know. And if that system isn't working, it's because the personnel doesn't fit. So Debo couldn't go everywhere and line up as a number one receiver on the outside and only run routes and have the impact he has in San Francisco. And that's because Kyle is, doesn't really have a system. What Kyle does is he has an ability to put guys in positions to play to their strengths. And so I think that's the perfect match. Mm. I'm glad Debo decided to stay. I'm glad the 49ers decided to reward him financially because those two guys are better with each other than they would be without him. Sean, what are you, uh, what are you working on these days? What do you got going? So I host a show. Do you guys know Brent Musburger? Of course. Greatest, uh, You're looking uh, live. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. He, <laughs> yes. He uh, owns a television company here in Las Vegas called Vison. V-S-I-N. Uh, I host a show from 3 to 6 on uh, the Visa Network called Primetime. Uh, you guys can catch us on YouTube television, Hulu, Fubo. If you're ever in Vegas, we film out okay. of the Circa in downtown Vegas. Come by, say what's up. i love to have you on. And listen, I got a Brock Purdy jersey on order. Uh, if it gets to me, I won't wear it Sunday because they're playing my beloved Bucks, but I will have it on after that. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll make you, you a, the honorary uh, Brock Purdy leader yeah. of the fan club. 
Absolutely. And then John Lynch is my guy. So he was our safety. Sure. A great human, has done a great job there in San Francisco. So I hope Brock does great. Uh, it, it's set up for him to become a magical story. And I uh, hope Trey gets well, too, because I think he deserves a, a fair shot. So my message to the, the fan base is you have to remember he's a young player, hadn't played a lot of quarterbacks, so there are going to be ups and downs. But if you have patience, you could end up having a special player. Hey, they're loving thank you on our text line. We need to have them back, Stanley, for playoff time. Yeah, yeah absolutely. You, hey, thank you so much for your time, Sean. Really appreciate it. All right, man. Go Niners anytime. Just let me know. All righty. That's Sean King, <laughs> uh, former Tampa Bay quarterback, now the host of Primetime yeah. on the VSIN Network out of Vegas. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.